0: prophet daniel jedu's podcast say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section, or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com now prophet daniel jedu walks us through the word stay tuned
1: wake up every day and say lord i'm full of charity i'm full of goodness i'm full of kindness i'm full of love I'm full of peace. I'm full of joy. I'm full of, yeah. This is what you need. Because if you don't have these things, you're giving. That's why I don't want to be a philanthropist. I know philanthropists give. But they give for sure. I want to give behind the scenes. I'm giving not because of fame. I'm giving because of righteousness. It means it's the right thing to do. In the eyes of God. Is the right thing to do. It's that like which manifests itself. Righteousness. It manifests itself in active, not passive. In active. Do you know why I say active? It means that it does the thing. Passive means it receives. So your righteousness must do, must be given, goodness, kindness, and charity. Yes, Amazing you see money. God doesn't see cash. So if I give you cash without any of these things, if it was not in righteousness, it's useless. God doesn't look at cash. He looks at your active righteousness. So did you give because of kindness? Did you give because of goodness? Did you give because of love? it is because of love, then your spirit is in the thing. Just spirit is in the giving, yes. so you see, we have given and giving and giving, and before God, it wasn't out of righteousness. Yes. You be there when you get money, you use it to do all, every other thing. You forget about the house of God, so you give out of pity or compulsion. You see, when you get money, the house of God doesn't even cross your mind. You are buying this. You are buying this. You are going here. You are doing your hair. You are doing this. You are buying this. You are. When the money is finishing. (laughs) When the money is finishing and there is a need in the house of God. You don't have. Listen to me. When money lands in my hand. The first thing that comes to my mind is church. I learned from her. When you got married. I learned from her. Anytime she is paid. We will drive to the bank. She has an envelope. She takes money she's going to give to church first and come and put it somewhere first before she'll start using the money. There are others too, before the money lands, they've thought about the shoe, the wardrobe, the this, the da, the da, the da. Then they're dancing. They think of everything apart from God. Yet, when you've chopped everything, then you are looking for the God who provides to now multiply. Multiply what? Everybody saw you give. But was it out of active righteousness? Was it right? Is your giving right before God? That's the thing. You see, when money lands, it gives you It's like uh uh-huh, yeah. So you go to the ice cream, say, how much is there Well 50 cities? Say, give me four scoops. <laughs> you don't think? You don't think. <laughs> then when you come to church, Adiana No. <laughs> 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 now you are left with some 70 Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> and so we need to collect money for some, the orphanage. We need to... Uh, okay, 11. Thus... You will be enriched in all things and in every way so that you can be generous and your generosity as it is, administered by us, will bring forth He's saying that when you give, people will thank God. So the thing is about you. The thing is about what God wants, like prayer. He said, let all men pray so many thanksgiving will come to Him. That's why you give. Don't become a sparring giver. Yes, yes,
0: sir.
1: So, when you get money in the course of the week, think of church. What things, what needs do we have? Yes, oh, we have radio. Oh, we have this, we have that. Yeah. That's how I started living my life. Yes, sir. You give to church. Yes, sir. Okay. Look at the word. It's thanksgiving. Okay? Yes, sir. Yeah. 12. For the service that the ministering of this fund renders does not only fully supply what is lacking to the saints, God's people, so there's a need. But it also overflows in many cries of thanksgiving to God. I told you when I gave to that old man at the court, the man couldn't stop crying and thanking God because I stopped him from going to prison one act of giving. Me too, I came to court. I had to pay some money. But I had to take some huge sum of money because God asked us to take money. We didn't know we would meet a man like that. So we paid for three people so that they won't go to jail. And I'm sure when they go home, they will will have a sigh of relief. Ah, They say, God, thank you. But I'm not there. But that act of giving has taken three thanksgiving to God. I'm sure any time they think about it, they will thank God. For as long as they thank God, it goes to my account. Because nobody in the... Who goes to court to go and pay somebody's bill? Because at your standing of the test of this ministry, they will glorify God for your loyalty and obedience to the gospel of Christ, which you confess, as well as for your generous heart, liberality to them and to all the other needy ones. Give. Okay. Yes, sir. I never lose. You think when you give, you've lost. But God says, when I give, he calls it what? You scatter abroad. Now, let's go to why you need to fight with faith. Because it is the same about money. Don't let money rule you. You see, you haven't known who you are yet. You make physical cash rule your life. In fact, it determines where you go and where you cannot go. With that money move, will you arrive? Yes. Yes. You, your faith, faith, eh? it's not just play. I keep telling you, when you are living with your parents, or people are providing for you, you won't have faith. If you are working, you won't have faith. But when you are alone, you wake up, and there must be provision. That's when faith will come. <laughs> but when you wake up, Daddy, can I have? Or oh. oh. oh, if, if I you don't even ask, on the table. Your money is here. How much? I will momo you. Yeah. There are those who are not working. Yeah. Yeah. Yet they will give their first fruit. Yes, you must fight the fight of faith. Mm-hmm. The fight of faith is not against the devil. Mm-hmm. You will see it soon. Mm-hmm. First motive. The same six. Mm-hmm. Say glory. 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 We are going to do 7 to 12. And then you jump to 17. Do you remember Jesus said in the book of Matthew, he says, store up your treasures. I'm going to show you what he calls storing our treasure. Yes, we have a prophet <laughs> that is greater than theirs. Our holy awe of God. To have merely our necessities is to have enough. Okay? Yes, God wants you to have enough. Isn't it true that our hands were empty when we came into the world? And when we leave this world, our hands will be empty again. Let's do NLT. Verse 6 again. Yet, true godliness with contentment is itself Great wealth. This is where the whole thing started from. This whole thing fight the good fight of faith. This is where it started from. He said, true godliness with what? Contentment. Contentment. Contentment is great wealth. When you are content, content with what you have. The Bible calls it great wealth. But in the world, they don't call it great wealth. They think you are you are not going beyond your limit. <laughs> but God causes great wealth. Every stage, whatever you have, be content. Yes, sir. When you move up again, be content. If you are there for 10 years, be content. It is great wealth. Do you believe the Bible?
0: Yes,
1: sir. That's what I'm telling you. Okay. In fact, I'm not telling you, that's what we are reading. After all, after all, we brought nothing with us. When we came into the world. And we can't take anything with us. When we leave. So he said be content. With what you have. For now. So if we have enough food. And clothing. Let us be content. In the garden. According to the book of Numbers. When God gave them the manna. He told them. Don't pick some for overnight. But they were not content. Now, I'm just, that's an example of what happens when you're not content. The Bible says that those who took more and saved some, not being content is to prove God unreliable. Can I explain? Why did they keep some? Because perhaps tomorrow, if it does not come, they will have some to eat. They see that God is not an everyday provider. So they wanted, they are wiser than God. The word came. That don't keep some. For every day I will provide. They still didn't believe him. So they were not content. Now you know what the Bible says. The Bible says that those who took much. And those who took little. Those who took much. They were so satisfied. Just like those who took little. Look. But some of them didn't listen. And kept some of it until morning but by then it was full of maggots and had a terrible smell. When you are not content and you go beyond where you are supposed to be content, that is how God sees it in the spirit. First of all, you think what true because you have not known the word of God that you are, his, you are a child of a king. You are not poor. Stop that mentality. Where you live, what you wear, does not describe how wealthy you are. Stop that. That's why you are not content. Okay, First Timothy 6. So if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. This is what the Christian doesn't like. Because the Christian is comparing himself to the unbeliever who only has earthly riches, earthly material. But the Bible says that the riches of this world is not comparable to the living God. So you make the earthly man with earthly riches move you. God doesn't, his word doesn't move you. You think I've not gotten to the stage in my life. I've not, not gotten there. God said be content with what you have. Remember, he's the one that provides and gives seed to the sower and bread for eating. He's the same God who's able to make grace come to you. The reason why you pray so much is so that you have earthly blessings. The reason why you fast so much is so that you have some earthly blessings. To prove that you are blessed. So, you want to dress like somebody who is poor. You want to talk like somebody who is poor so that everybody will know that I don't have. You are disgracing God. You are disgracing the king, your father. You are. You talk poverty. You dress poor. You, not, you don't know who you are. You are not content. Go back. He said, godliness with what? Contentment is great wealth. Is great wealth. Paul said, when I had nothing, I abased. When I had much, I gave thanks. Alright. Yet, true godliness with contentment is itself. Great wealth. I said we are talking about fighting with faith, right? Yes. Okay, go on. But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped. Now, you will see something here. And are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plant them into ruin and destruction. TPT, here. Did you see the extra saving of the manna? That's the extra, that's extra saving. That's extra saving. That's what you saw there. But those who crave the wealth of this world, they slip into spiritual snares. They become trapped by the troubles that come through there they are foolish and harmful desires so the trouble that came came because of their foolishness troubles will not come to you if you are if you are content because contentment is the area and the arena of God uh oh contentment is the arena of God stay there foolishness is going outside the arena of God wanting more than what you have been provided for the Bible calls it your foolishness and your harmful desires. Look at it. Driven by greed and drowning in their own sinful pleasure. And they take others down with them into their corruption and eventual destruction. This is the extra. Stay in contentment and you are in God's zone. He supplies you. You said, God, what you have supplied me is not enough. So let me go outside your, your arena for more. Don't you know sometimes God wants you in the place of contentment to prepare you for abundance. So you just jump into your own zone. You don't want it. If I find myself living with Toby and she's providing for me and she, I'm, I see her with money and everything, at that point... The fact that I have a place to lay and I'm not paying rent, and at least she'll give me water and food. I might not, she might not give me a pesta to put in my pocket. Mm-hmm. God is saying I should be content with the sleeping, with the shelter, with the food, and with the water. He said, Be content. That's not how your life is going to be. Yeah, no. It is part of your training to us money is everything now you enter into the area of money you realize it's not enough you realize that what you think you saw it was good it's not good see i've been out there i've seen money and i'm telling you i'll prefer this every day i'll prefer this every day every day every day there's no peace out there there's no peace look this is powerful do you know why I start talking about Moses the manna because when I moved here I saw it I mean the Lord is interested in what we are saying 10 loving money is a root of all evil now the word loving money means insatiable you are not satisfied with all kind of money. They are not satisfied. Some people run after it so much that they have given up their faith. Now, I'll show you what I mean by giving up your faith. Craving more money pushes them away from faith into error, compounding misery in their lives. 11. Timoray! Mention your name. Mention this louder. Timothy. 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 Timothy! Do you know why I say you should shout your name? Because of the next statement. You are God's man. Say I'm God's man. I
0: am God's man.
1: I think I taught you in the book of Timothy. The same Timothy. God says, those of you that work and your bosses are Christians. The same Timothy. He said, act well. That will bring glory to God. Don't even talk against your bosses. Verse 1, yeah. Timothy, you are God's man. So run, listen, run from these errors. What are these errors? We just saw up there. Discontent. Running into foolishness, the love of money. The Bible says, Timothy, run away from this. Instead, chase after true holiness, true justice, true faithfulness, true love, true hope, true tender humility. Now, these are the, because these are called the true riches, not money. These are called true riches. This is God talking. He said, chase after this. Make sure in your life you are seen true holiness. You are seen true justice. Faithfulness. Do you know what faithfulness is you are reliable. You are trustworthy. And you are what? Dependable. Ask yourself right now, are you dependable? Are you trustworthy? And he said, True love. Agape, true hope, and true what? Tender humility. How many are they? One, two, three, four, five, six. Then, verse 12. So, so fight with faith for the winner's prize. What is that winner's prize? Lay your hands upon eternal life. Now, why is he saying fight with faith? Because, go back. For true holiness is received and it's enjoyed by faith. In other words, let faith open you up so strongly because it's not easy. Now, he's comparing these true riches to what? Love for money. Discontentment. So fight against those things. So the more you fight, your faith is in holiness. Your faith is in righteousness. You know there's righteousness. You know you're walking in righteousness. You know you are accept- You know the more you fight through these things, the more you don't do those things. There. When the Bible says fight with faith, He's not saying against the devil or against all these things. In other words, fight to stand in holiness. Fight to stand in all these things that he's talking about. Okay? Yes, sir. Love. These true riches, it's a fight to walk in them. Fight to stand in them. When you do this, Tina, you will not have love for money. You will not be discontent in life. Because there are better things that adorn that you properly than money. You, you get it? Yes, sir. Look, because after here, after mentioning all these six riches, then he says, so, so, fight with faith for the winner's prize. Then he said, what's the winner's prize? Lay your hand upon eternal life. Do you have eternal life already? Yes. 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 What do you mean by lay hands on that? Live. Uh, Live out the eternal life. Uh, that means you have something better than money. Yeah. You get it? Yes, the eternal life you have. Uh, is it not the living God. Yes, sir. What did he say about the living God? He said, compared to material riches, it's incomparable. Yes, sir. So activate the eternal life in you. Not that I don't need money to make me. I need the living God to make me. Yes, and then he said, lay your hands on, upon eternal life, to which you were called, and about which you made the good confession before the multitude of witnesses." So when you said, today... I receive Jesus into my heart, you receive eternal life. Because the Bible says, when you believed, you receive eternal life. Are you listening? Yes, sir. Why are you going to work? So that you can receive some money. But why do you go to church? Do you always think about it? If your mindset is you go to church also to receive money, then go to work. Because we don't give money in church. We give true riches.
0: These
1: true riches is what commands earthly blessings to come to you. Which includes money. I'll say that again. You go to work because of money. Nobody goes to work to do somebody a favor. You go to work what? To make money. If you think coming to church is so that you make money then don't come. Because we don't give money in church. We give the consciousness of true riches. We teach you how to lay hold on eternal life. Now, once you lay hold on eternal life and these true riches, you begin to abound. You begin to abound. You are not giving because you have no consciousness of true riches called love. (laughs) I explain generosity. Go to verse 17. Alright. To all the rich of this world, I command you. We read this on yesterday. Yes, I command you not to be wrapped in thoughts of pride over your prosperity or rely on your wealth for your riches are unreliable and nothing compared to the living God. Who is the source of all true riches? Trust instead in the one who lavishes upon us all. All good, all good things. Fulfilling our So it just meant that the true riches of this world can not supply all your need. If it would, the government will be sharing money to us. In fact, the whole world, all the monies in this world, in this whole world, all the banks, all the central banks, they cannot supply all our needs. In a few days, they will die. T.D. church decided to do, take care of the poor people in his church. He said they couldn't do it after a few days. They tried. They could not. And they cannot. Nobody, no human being. Because every human being is not self-sufficient. But God is all-sufficient. So he's the only one who can supply all. All your need. Yet you treat him secondary. And you treat your boss first hand. Anyone that can give you physical cash, you treat him first. And treat God second. Yet your boss can't supply all your need. Because he even needs somebody to supply his need. <laughs> yeah. So when you come to church, we don't give you cash. We will not give you cash. We don't give cash. We give you the consciousness of true riches which is eternal. Help you lay hold on eternal life. And out of the true riches earthly blessings begin to abound. Because without the consciousness of true riches you cannot even give. Remember the Bible says that he will multiply your resources. At what point will you multiply your At the point where you were given, Look at 18. Yes, no worries. You see, when you focus on these things, look, every day I tell myself I'm full of peace, the peace of God. I'm full of kindness. You see, I speak of the true riches, not money. Poor people speak of money, rich people speak of true riches. 1 billion is not enough compared to the living God. Yeah, yeah. And that 1 billion is unreliable. Yeah. But you your confession, Lord, if I get some 1 million dollars, if I, no. Say, say, no, you can say 1 million dollars. When you are conscious of true riches. I don't know if you get it. Yes, sir. You are not conscious of true riches. Even eternal life in you, how many times do you even think you have eternal life? So you see, you have no conscious of true riches. But you are so conscious of earthly things. My life is not going on well. I don't understand why things are happening like this. I don't know why. If you, you start losing consciousness of true riches, let that one be your worry. Let that one be your worry. That the consciousness of eternal life doesn't come easily. The consciousness of the kindness, the fruit of the spirit in you doesn't come so easily. The consciousness of God in you doesn't come so easily but the consciousness of you don't have cash it comes so easily easily, easily so the world the unbelievers will say the church should be given to the poor people in the church, we don't have poor people here we don't have poor people in church see this thing I'm teaching you now if you hold it there, in just a matter of time as you begin to practice and train yourself to believe, you'll be amazed he said in always all circumstances whatever the need be The problem is not the availability The problem is that what you need to open it up or you no know, you haven't trained yourself for it it's called belief With God Oh Remember he's the source of all riches with him, all things, all, all things are possible. Then he said, if thou canst believe, all things are possible unto him. He means that the one who believes is like God. I think I taught you this. The believer is like God. The Bible equates God to believe. Amazing. All right, let's go on. Remind the wealthy to be rich in remarkable works of extravagant generosity, not hoarding of money. Willing, so you are rich when you give. You are not rich when you save. I want you to understand giving. So you are too rich, you have no idea. You see, if you are sick and we take you to the hospital and you have to pay 120,000 Ghana CD and you have no money, or even if you have the money and the doctors can't take off that thing, that physical money, the Bible says, is unreliable. You die. If money was reliable, nobody would die in this world. No. Yeah. Yeah. But there's something called true riches. Oh. Which is laying on of hands. Yes, Get up in the name of Jesus. Yes. And the person doesn't yes. die. That's true riches. Yes. Yeah. Money couldn't bring you out of the hospital. But health yes. yeah. brought you out of the hospital. Yes, Yet you cherish money yes. than the gifts. Yes. That's why you can give your money and attach it to the doctor. And not us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when I ask you to be here at 2 o'clock. You not come. Mm-hmm. you come at 3 five. <laughs> But when the doctor said be there at 1. You'll be there at 12.14. Mm-hmm. Look at it. This spiritual investment will provide a beautiful foundation for their lives. And secure for them a great future. As they lay their hands upon the meaning of Go to NLT. Let me show you something. Oh, mommy, mama, mama, mama. Okay. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasures. Do you remember this statement? Yeah. Go to Matthew. Matthew 6, 19. Okay, look at what Jesus said. Don't store up treasures on earth where moth eats them and rust destroys them and where thieves eat Break in and steal 20. Store your treasures yes. in heaven where moth and rust cannot destroy, and thieves do not break in and steal. Then the question is, Lord, how can I store? Have you ever asked yourself how I'm going to store? Because it says, Store it, store your treasures in heaven. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The next verse says that where your treasures are, that is where your heart is. I know people preach that one, but they have not taught us how we will store the treasure. Yes. But we just saw it in 1 Timothy. Look at it laying up in store for themselves a good foundation. NLT. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasures. They will be storing up their treasures. So, what, how do you store the treasures? Verse 18. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need. Always being ready to share with others. That's how you store your riches, yeah. your treasures. <laughs> yeah. So, you keep doing this. Give. Give. You give. So, if nobody thought you, you just saw it. Yes. This is how you store up treasures in heaven. Listen, do good. Yes, sir. Give. Yes, sir. That's what we've been saying. The more you give, the more you starve treasures in heaven. Yes, sir. The more. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus, for truth.
0: Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service Christian Raymond 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services Dabbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the rain of heaven in Afro service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny L. Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord, is out and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International contact services on 233-54-722-1773 or 233 50 8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to lead from glory together and your testimony is about to shake the world you are blessed